even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. We are the Smarky Geeks. I'm Frankie Naka Naka Nakazawa. De Jesus. What the hell was that? Oh, I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> it's funny. It better be. <laughs> and I am the Black Heart, John Triano. And you are listening to episode uh, 50. I'm wondering which Black Heart, because uh, there's two Black Hearts on that show. Um. <laughs> no, there's only one. Two, technically, Champa. Champa's the one I was, I was referring to. Oh, okay. Because there's Shotzi. Oh. Blackheart. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one instead. Um, <laughs> nice. I, 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 Off I, the rails already. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Rusev. Um, so, episode 50. Uh, contact information as always you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596 leave us a question be part of the show or comment subscribe to us on our whatever podcast catcher you use just type in the Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks will be the first ones that show up we hope uh, we hope uh, subscribe to our Twitters at Smarky Geeks at Frankie DeJesus at D. John Triano subscribe to our Instagram at the Smarky Geeks subscribe to our Facebook group which is my favorite place to be online. And on with the show. It's getting cold out there, John. I love it. It's starting to get cold. I love, Dude, I love it, man. Right? I, I love it. No, no AC on. I have the window open a little bit. Right? It's kind of cool, though. Like, when you want to go outside, like, after the sun goes down. You know? I don't. And my all my sweatshirts have moth holes and stuff like that now because I don't put the mothballs in the closet. You know, I need a new sweatshirt. Oh, my God. You know where you can get a new sweatshirt? A new hoodie? Gee, Frank, I don't know where. The merch table at thesmarkygeeks.com. Just click on the merch table and you can click find all your your clothing needs. T-shirts. That was really long window. <laughs> T-shirts, hoodies, whatever you need. Even masks. Because wear your damn masks, you dirty fools. Um, <laughs> cha-ching. <laughs> uh, I got to come up with new designs. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so... The SD1 Pinnacle has been going on for a while. It's going to be going on for a longer while. <laughs> I'll be ready to retire when I think it's over. Yeah. Uh, Match Man last night got his first loss, finally, to Muda. Uh, I think Match Man might still be first. No, Liger is going to be in first place now. Um, so that's cool. So keep doing that. Keep participating in that. Thank you very much for do, uh, being part, part of that uh, tournament thing. Um. Did you see that? No. The don't tread on me snake. Oh yeah. Who? When was that? That was his. That was his. That was his stick. His that was stick. his gimmick. Yeah. Which is that? And then he put his hand over his heart. Oh yeah. Um. So what are we watching? We're watching NXT NXT Arrival, the first quote unquote takeover. Our arrival. Our arrival. <laughs> it's the quote unquote takeover. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was the it was the prototype. Yeah. It was like a two-hour special on NXT. 
Two on NXT special, basically. Yeah. And we're watching Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It should be a great match. Antonio Cesaro. No, he was just, he was just Cesaro by then. But really? They, they, when he came out, it's just, it's just Cesaro. Cesaro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think he had gone back. I think he was ready on the main roster. Yeah, and they brought him back for this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's what we're watching. So join in, like I was saying, join in at Pinnacle. Get your T-shirts and shirts. Uh So how you been? What you been doing, man? Yeah. 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 Uh, I watched a lot of wrestling this week, John. I did too. I watched more than I watched more more than I usually do. I watched so much wrestling. I want to quit this show. I really watched a lot of fucking wrestling, dude. <laughs> uh, between the Raws and Smackdowns, the well, NXT. You actually, you actually watched more on SmackDown. I you take the bullet for the show. Yeah. Well, you know, I said well, it before. Because I ain't doing it. I said it before. I want to. I don't want to talk off without knowing. What I'm talking about, you know. So if I'm gonna shit on the show, I'm gonna shit on the show because I experienced it. Um, Are you a little brain dead inside from experiencing it every week? A little bit. <laughs> like all, all like a lot, especially with Raw. When the Raw finishes, I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> uh, SmackDown is no, not that much better, but I think it, 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 there's a lot more to like with SmackDown um, than Raw. If we want to get into that real quick, but yeah, it, yeah. Um. Yeah, so between the Raw Smackdowns, NXTs, and the AWs, Ring of Honor Pure, the UWN Primetime Live. What was that? Almost 15 hours wrestling this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, the G1 specials. Uh, there's two nights already now of the G1. Uh, and most of it, most of the wrestling I watched, really fucking good. Thankfully. <laughs> Um, yeah, the only wrestling I watch this week I watch AEW, NXT, and Ring of Honor. Yeah, I want to watch the UK stuff. Oh, uh, that, that's another. I, one. I, I saw the UK I might, stuff. I might actually watch that tonight. Uh, um. So yeah, so let's get right into the show here. Let's do some news. Um, Melina coming back ish. I don't know. You have some other news for me. Yeah, she came out with a statement after that and said that she doesn't know where that report came from. Don't believe everything you read. I'm not signed to come back. Mm. It could be just be throwing us, trying to throw us off the scent a little bit until yeah. she makes a surprise appearance. Yeah. Not like that have, hasn't happened before, so. <laughs> Moxie has. Oh, you see that? Nah. Uh, Moxie. We're going to do it, by the way, during this show, we're going to be a lot of us going, oh, did you see that? We're watching <laughs> the first takeover. When the takeover was really good. Yeah. Uh, Moxley is. Um, has uh, confirmed he's going to be at. But, um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, uh, it's it's wrestling. It's a wrestling show, but it's shoot-style type of wrestling that he does there. It's no gimmicks and shit like that, really. I know they do it every year. Don't they usually do it like WrestleMania week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's been confirmed for that. Uh, I think Fighting Barnett? I got to double I think check. so, yeah. Uh, now, to get into something real quick. As I alluded to with my name. Nakazawa. Uh, I know what you're going to talk Oh, this is why we're here. I know what you're going to talk about. Uh, so, BTE, being the elite, did, uh, you know, every week they have their yep. their show. Oof. You called him. Quite a mid fucking yeah. air, dude. Um, BTE, as they do every week, they do like a half hour comedy sketch show and they do like all these different bits in there. Uh, 
and they basically, in my eyes, just kind of saved the whole thing that happened with Matt Seidel. Yeah. <laughs> they gave a reason why it happened. And it's the, it's so fucking hot. I was cracking the fuck up when I saw it. Because I didn't know what it was going into it. And they, basically, it's Nakazawa's fault. Nakazawa wanted their, he, Nakazawa walks into a room. And it's the, the elite, it's the Bullet Club. Not Bullet Club. It's um the Young Bucks and Kenny. They're going through the who's gonna go in what order for the battle ro- the casino battle royale, right? And you know, and Nakazawa wants to comes in. He's like, "All right, I'm ready for it. Like, when, what number am I?" You know, and they're like, they laugh at him basically, like, "What? This is a pay per view. People pay to, to to watch this. You're not gonna be on this shit. You know, no way. You know, we we got everyone we need." And, and, yeah, you know, and then he's like, "Oh, put me in as the Joker. You know, I could be the Joker. I'm funny. I could put me as the Joker. You know." And he's like, "What? You? No fucking way! It has to be someone big." And uh, so they tell him, like, because he begs, like, "All right, who's gonna be? Who's gonna be the the, the Joker? Who's gonna be number twenty five? And so they tell him, and he's like, "And they tell him, oh yeah, it's gonna be Matt Sydal. You know, Matt Sydal he does the the shooting star press off the top rope." And you, you see Nakazawa thinking, like, start off the top rope. Okay. And then he leaves. And then oh, before he leaves, he says, I'm going to make an impact. Right? And then he leaves. Oh, that's another show I watch, Impact. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a few, I'm, a, I'm like three weeks behind that, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I just go. If I miss one, I just go watch the next one. I don't, I don't go back. I do. Um. You're not missing anything. I'll tell you the truth, there's not building up much. Um, but um, where was I? Yeah. So yeah. So Nakazawa leaves and he says, "I'm going to make an impact." And then they're like, "What does that mean?" They're wondering, like, "What's he talking about that?" So then the next thing they show is Nakazawa. He's in the. They're setting up the ring, and he's in the the, the by the turnbuckle, and he take Nakaz- If you know Nakazawa, he has that gimmick where he puts on the Turkish baby oil all over him, and he's all slippery, right? So he takes out the baby oil and he starts putting it all over the turnbuckle. And he starts rushing and then he leaves and he's like, shh, and he walks away. And then they show footage of Matt Seidel during the All Out. And then they show, you know, as he, you know, what happened, the, the game where he botched and shit like that. And then they go back to the Bucks and Kenny in the back watching the match and they're angry like, oh, fuck, oh, that's disgusting, oh, what happened? And then Nakazara comes in and he's like, I made an impact. Blah, blah. And then they're angry at him because of what he just did. And then they force him to tell Matt Seidel. And Matt Seidel is like all fucking angry. Like, dude, you almost fucking killed me. Blah, blah, blah. So I thought that was funny. It's a great little save for it. And just now they can just move on from it. Why well, they moved on from it anyway. Even Matt Seidel came out and tweeted out. He goes, Banana Peels are banned from Ringside. Yeah. He came out and tweeted out a lot of things about it. Yeah. He... He just, it, was, it was over. Right? Yeah, but it's good that company just owns it, and now they just move on from it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, even if the even if nobody said anything, it was over. Uh, my opinion. Well, yeah. If no one said anything, it's no, gonna be no, over. No, I'm saying either way. Yeah. Everybody knew it. It was, it was he slipped. It happens. Yeah. It was the heat. Everything going on. Nah, but shit like that can look. Remember Cesaro? Dude fucks up saying four rope. What did he say? Four sided ring. He's supposed to say that. In a, in a promo. Remember he fucked up in that promo? I don't remember that. Yeah, he did. He, he was in the ring. He was supposed to say that, you know, between these four ropes or some shit like that. And he fucked up the whole thing. And then his career went backwards 
from there. Yeah, for a while. This was years ago. Um, and then you, you never saw him on a mic again until now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, little things just fuck up your career and shit. Yeah, could, could you know unless you own them and just move on, move forward yourself instead of trying to hide it or something like that. Yeah. You know? Um, another great thing about that BT episode was Eddie Kingston. Have you heard about this? No. Eddie Kingston, promo king, the Mad King. This dude, and it was in a, it was in a bit to make fun of um to poke fun at uh, WWE's PC promo class and stuff like that. I did hear about this. Yeah. And so, you know, all the wrestlers, like, I think the best friends and other wrestlers, uh, Trent's mom was there and shit like that. And they give Eddie Kingston a cookie. And say, all right, cut a promo on the cookie. Well, you know why they did, know why they did that? Because when Dusty Rhodes was teaching at the PC, mm-hmm. he would have the trainees yeah. cut promos on cookies. Yeah. So basically, he took a shot. That was taking a shot at Cody's father. Well, it and wasn't that, like, it wasn't a salacious shot. I know. It was more just to show, like, Look, Kenny uh, Eddie Kingston doing a fucking promo on a cookie, uh, and doing a great fucking promo. It was like thirty seconds. It's right. probably one of the greatest fucking promos I ever heard, dude. It, it's like it, it it's tear inducing. You gotta watch this fucking promo. It's, it's fucking great. Eddie Kingston is the greatest fucking promo alive. Um, but yeah, that's another great thing about that that BT episode. Uh. And of course, they did stuff with the Dark Order and shit like that, which is funny. Um, let's get into some other stuff here. Let's do a quick review of ROH Pure. Um, it's the regular TV show, but they're doing the Pure tournament. Right, bringing back the Pure title. Yeah, the Pure title. Uh, so I begged you to watch this. We didn't beg me. You asked <laughs> me to watch it. And I said, and I said fine, I watched it. Yeah. What you think? What you thought? I liked it. I didn't even notice the lack, the lack of a crowd. No, they, they used the hard cam, but it was raised up a little bit, so you couldn't see, Yeah. like, on the other side of the ring. Yeah. And my biggest complaint about the empty arena stuff in the beginning, especially with NXT, was the too much chirping in the ring, which is what they do all the time. What do you mean chirping? Like, the gut wrestlers talking back and forth oh, to each okay. other. Like, there's a lot of talking in the ring. Yeah. Which they do all the time, which you always you never notice it because of the crowd. Yeah. Early on, during during this whole thing, the NXT wrestlers were doing that a lot, and it, and it, and it ruined it. But they yeah. got away from that. Yeah. And AEW, of course, doesn't do it. A- Impact doesn't do it. And notice Ring of Honor doesn't do it either. Yeah. The lack of talking. Yeah, with Ring of Honor, I think it's the best show that's not like some big top-tier show doing this empty arena stuff. Right. And they do the right thing. They have the same idea as Impact. They keep the audio, the crowd part kind of dark. Yeah. But also, the, the thing that's different from Impact or any other wrestling show, even NXT and AEW, is the, the style of wrestling they're doing here. This isn't a, like a variety show. This is, this is as, you know, no pun intended, it's a pure wrestling show. It's about the wrestling. Right. You know? That's why those rules are there. Tons of rules that they go over just to right. make sure you know this is just about the wrestling. You know, it's almost a shoot type of thing in, in a sense. You know, and, and I think that just lends itself better to an empty arena because right. they're not trying to um, pop a crowd, really. Right. They're just doing wrestling moves, you know, and they do it smart. And like it, um, like in the the first the the first match with um, 
fuck. I was, uh, uh, Dalton Castle and Jay Lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal. God damn. I almost call him Jay Blade or something. Um, so Jay Lethal. That uh, you know where Jay Lethal fucked up. You know, you, you know, and he touched the rope the first time because the rules is you only get three three rope breaks, right. and then it's all all um, to to the racehorses from there, right? So he touched that rope by accident. He didn't mean to break it. Because he would have gotten out of that move anyway. Right. You know? He didn't need, He wasted a, a rope break right there. And he knew it. You know? So, I like those little things. And it just plays to the audience at home, not really to the audience that's not there. You know? And I like how they do that. You know? And they just come in for the most part. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's a great show and how they do it. And, of course, my favorite part of the show, besides the, the good wrestling, is um, those character profiles. You know, it, they right. they kind of do it in the the that CWC style, the cruiserweight classic style character profiles before the match. And goddamn, I saw the Jay Lethal one first, and then they showed the Dalton Castle. And after each one, I kind of wanted that one person to win. You know, right? Like you didn't. I, I was like, I wouldn't have. I would have been happy if any one of these guys won. Right. Because of those character profiles. It's um, also a good way. For people who do, who haven't watched Ring of Honor a long time, who never watched Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. who stumbled across it somehow, yeah. a good way for them to get into it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I I think is I think they've been doing great. I think the new one came out today. Yeah, I saw it on. I didn't watch it. Yet. I haven't watched that yet, but I'm curious as to how that character profile is gonna go because it, it it's um oh, I forgot who's fighting him. Fuck, but uh, it's delirious. Right. Versus, like, I forgot who he's fighting. Oh, Matt Seidel. It's Delirious versus Matt Seidel. So Matt Seidel will probably do a good um, character profile. But what the fuck is Delirious' character profile going to be? All he does is... Blah, 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 blah. That's his talking. That's his, his, whole, his whole talking. They could do that. They have fun with it and have do all that and have subtitles underneath them. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, so that'll be an interesting profile to see. Uh so yeah and then the next match after the Jay Lethal Dalton Castle um Jay Lethal won right yeah, yeah. he won that he won the Lethal Injection yeah so that so that match was good I loved it uh after that and the good thing is it's just two matches the show's like one hour less than an hour long um the next match after that was on uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Wheeler oh I forgot Muda Kuda yeah um Something like that, yeah. God damn it. We should have wrote it down. But he's also great. His, his character profile was great, too. Um, where he's like, you know, he's that underdog guy who's trying hard and stuff like that. And he just wants to, this is his life and stuff like that. And then you got Gresham doing his character profile. And he's like, I, I just want to kick people's ass. You know, that type of thing. Yeah, I liked his. He, he just, you can tell he, I just like, I like them both. Yeah, but the Grisham one, I never seen Grisham wrestle before. Huh. The only thing I long time I saw him was probably at the... Super Court of Honor. If he was, there, I don't remember if he was in that. Probably. But I, I like he was his profile. I'm like, why are they call him the octopus? I couldn't figure That's that a out. Guy, yeah, yeah that, I figured out about halfway through it because when Jay Leto came out, they talked about Jonathan Grisham that they're partners, they're tag team partners, yeah, and they're, they're, they're tag team champions together. Yeah. Then I'm like, that show. I'm like, why are they call him the octopus though? Because I don't watch Ring of Honor. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he he's a grapple guy, grapple fucker. Um, but this match though was way more aggressive than he's usually like. You saw how he won. Yeah. He no. He he, 
He kept working the leg throughout the match. I loved the way he did that. That was different. I liked yeah. it. And then instead of getting him in a hold and tapping him out, he gets him in like a in a grapple type of position, and then he just starts slamming the fucking leg down, and he taps out from that. I thought that was a great uh, different way to end it. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. I think it's the best thing non. Uh, arena, empty arena mat um, show yeah. right now. The antithesis of that would be the NXT UK stuff. Um, I saw the first episode back, and it's literally how NXT was when they first did the empty arena. Oh, really? And you figure why wouldn't they learn a lesson? And it's worse even because it's it's completely empty arena, and but they're piping in noise. So it's like way more obvious now. Oh damn! You know? so like, why wouldn't you just learn a lesson from real NXT and just maybe just get your fucking wrestlers out there, and just have them be an audience or something like that? You know? And then you, I would even allow piped-in noise then. You know? But to have an empty arena and pipe-in noise, it's ridiculous. And they come out with their entrances as if there's an audience there. Oh. Um, I forgot his. I forgot his name. Um. They're, they're they're pushing a a match between him and Walter. What the fuck is his name? Anyway, uh, e, uh, Eli Dragunov. All right. It it opens up with the the general manager of um UK or one of them because there's two of them. Right. And um and, you know he's talking about this and then he gets interrupted by uh, Eli Gra- Dragunov. And Eli Dragunov comes out with his music, of course, because that's how WWE always does it music hits he has to come out and he does his whole entrance not f- to get come in for a match he's just interrupting the general manager saying his speech his you know welcome back speech right and he comes in he does his whole entrance where he's in the crowd and he's his music's very operatic so he's doing the this whole thing yeah and he goes to the corner and he gets to you know like the stone cold thing and he goes I and mean, he starts doing this and he goes to another corner starts doing this to nobody I'm waving my hands yeah, I know. For the for the listeners, um, yeah. he starts doing that to nobody, and then then he goes to to the general manager to interrupt him officially. I'm like, what the fuck was all that for? And then he has a match. He's the main event of this show. And he has a match, and then he does all that again for his entrance for the match. I'm like, dude, you went through this already, yeah. Um, so I think that show needs a lot of tweaking right now. Um, but uh. It was good to see them back, though, because I, I was, before the whole pandemic era, uh, NXT UK felt like old NXT right. before it became a live show, uh, and I was liking that, you know? Um, but yeah, so so there's that. Uh, I did watch Impact. I'm not going to, sp- it's not really much to spoil. No. Um, but uh, the one thing I did take off note was I'm curious of how much of like a working relationship they have with AEW um, if any because at the end or towards the end you have um, what's his face Moose Moose got his title stolen from him. his the, the TNA title right, right stolen from him from EC3 and they're doing a I don't know they're doing something weird with EC3 now where he's like magical all of a sudden like he appears out of nowhere and he's tormenting Moose you know like he's he's stalking Moose and shit like that and but only Moose sees him you know 
Kind of like we, what uh, they were doing with um, Roderick and... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. We haven't seen thing. him in a while. Loomis? We remember he got injured. Oh, legit. yeah, that's remember? right, right, right. That's right. I think he yeah. rolled his ankle or something like um, so, so they're kind of doing a similar thing to that where EC3 is like inside Moose's head, you know, and he stole the TNA title and shit like that. And so they did this funny bit where he calls someone on the phone because he lost his title. So he's like, hey, demo god. Yo, I I know you, when you first won your title, you lost your title. Oh, God. That's you know, great. Do you have any advice for me? <laughs> Stuff like that. And then he gets some advice for whoever's on the phone. Obviously, it's supposed to be Jericho. Right. And then he's then he's like, I don't know what he's going to do next week. But apparently, so-called demo god is going to give him advice. Gave him advice to what to do. I'm curious as to what it is. But I, I thought that was funny. I did like that little bit of it, though. Like, they were like, oh, shit. You know? Like, I'm, and I'm also curious. Like, how much of a... Because that wasn't like they were making fun of AEW. Right. It was almost like they kind of like, hey, wink, wink. Right. You know, you know, we're here for you. You're here for us. You know, that type of thing. Well, it's weird. We haven't heard anything. If that, if there is a relationship between those two, we haven't heard anything about it yet. Like, there's nothing. Like, we, no, no, cr- nothing. The only, the closest we can get to a relationship between those two is the good brothers are close with the young boys. Those bucks, yeah. and Ken And Kenny, that's as close as we can yeah. get. That is the only connection between the two companies. Well, no, Callus uh, is also friends with them. Um, the the there's a lot of NWA connection as well between the two. Um, there there's connections there, um, but I wouldn't be surprised that at some point there will be. Well, what what have I been saying for a while? These wrestling companies should work together. Like obviously not WWE, but like Impact, Ring of Honor, NWA, uh, MLW, they should all work together. I mean, I think AEW, the way they they present themselves, it, they kind of do. They kind of they're kind of creating their own version of the Marvel connected universe, right? Like the the Marvel cinema, right type of thing. Because you have the NWA. AEW from start was always acknowledging the history of these wrestlers, right? Right. Always. Even if it was WWE. The only difference with WWE that they would not mention WWE because they'll get sued like fuck from WWE. Well, Impact does it. Impact mentions WWE. They do. I thought that's... I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, but... I think you can mention other promotions. You just can't use any footage. You can't use anything that, that shows... You can't show them. I don't know. I think it's more deeper than that, nah, especially with the Bucks, because you know the Bucks have been sued by WWE before, you know. So with this company, it might it might be harder for them, you know, because look, like they they talk like Jericho and Moxie when they were building up to their feud. Jericho did this whole freaking promo about their history, you know, and how he he helped bring them up, you know, from that other company to here. So they do acknowledge that there's it a, could another be more, company. It could be more than they don't want to mention it. Like, they don't want to use WWE, say WWE's name. Nah, I think it's more... I don't think so. Cause... Yeah, because, like, even on YouTube, if you try to put anything WWE on YouTube, they'll they'll fucking take that shit down. You know, WWE's hard with that shit. Um, I think Impact just goes for it because no one's really watching it. Not to me, I'm not trying to poke fun or anything, but I don't think many people are watching Impact, because they'll, so they'll just fucking save. And then if they get 
like sued or whatever, then they'll stop, you know? Um, the, but the thing I was saying was like AEW does acknowledge other companies. They have acknowledged Impact. They have acknowledged New Japan. They have acknowledged, and obviously NWA, where they actually did a crossover just recently, right. twice, with NWA, you know? And they've, you know, and their wrestlers do wrestle for other companies and are champions at other companies, you know? You know, Riho, although she's been gone for a while because of the situation, the world, world situation, is... Uh, a ch- as champion in other promotions, you know, she, uh, Kenny Omega is, is it still the world champion at AAA? Uh, the uh, Moxie still the U.S. champion for um, um, New Japan, you know. So like they do acknowledge that these there's different wrestling, and then of course you got Moxie doing Bloodsport like we said before. I think with AEW acknowledging that it makes it easier for them to do like these crossovers. Because then it makes those crossovers mean more, you know, because right. they come with that history and shit like that, you know, which I think is cool. Um, all right. All right. I it for the silly talking. You want to get into it? Yeah, to what? Just the, the main event. Already? Damn. Oh, one, oh, one more thing I forgot to mention. Uh... So I, I talked about Impact. I did watch the UWN primetime live stuff, but oh, I did yeah. not watch it live. So I, I at least did not deal with a lot of those problems that a lot of people dealt with, which is unfortunate for them. Well, not really. I mean, the show was okay. It wasn't like, I don't think they missed much. Um, but it was unfortunate that the UWN went through that, you know? Because that's... That could be unforgivable, you know, to, to fucking... Because apparently people were having streaming issues or buffering issues and shit like that. And then when the stream came back live, the audio was off. You know, like, not in sync with what people were doing and shit like that. So they had a lot of fucking problems. So unfortunately for that, I'm, I'm curious as to what they're going to do for next week. Um, or if they're even going to try to make up for it, you know? Maybe just put the show out lot on YouTube for free, you know the first episode at least. Yeah. Yeah. Or give the next episode for free or something like that. Yeah. Um. But. So I thought, you know that the the show itself though was good, ish. You know it had it had its problems here and there. The main event with um Aldis and um, um Bennett was um was pretty good. You could tell they were at some point being rushed. Um and but they worked their asses off in that match. Um but yeah. So I, I don't want to say don't watch it, but you know, give it a chance. Next week Sheeta I'm sorry, um Thunder Rosa comes back to fight um I forgot her name. Uh Darby Allen's ex. Fuck. She she wasn't AEW. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm not going to remember it. Yeah, so so Thunder Rosa's coming back to defend her belt there, which is insane because she's going to have a match the next day at AEW. So she's going from Georgia to Florida. I think it's Georgia. Right? Uh, no, no. Cause I think they're in Hollywood. Okay. Cause it, so so it's from California to Is it Hollywood, Florida. Florida, California, Hollywood, Florida. 
Is it California? Through the Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. No, it's, it's Hollywood, California. So she has to go from California to Florida in one day, or less than a day. Like, I guess probably right after her match there, she has to fly over. Unless they take the AW already. No, the AW is going to be live. Um, the what we saw this week is taped, was taped, or last whatever. Um. So yeah, so it was unfortunate. I, I hopefully they worked out those kinks for the next um, pay per views. Um. Because I think they are asking a lot of people to pay for these things every week. Right. Uh, it's cheap. It's like per episode, it's probably like $7 or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it was just unfortunate that they had to deal with that. Um, but yeah, I would go watch that first episode on Fight if you want to pay for it. Now, when you watched it, you didn't watch it live, were all the issues fixed? Mostly. The, some of the audio is a bit off, like back, like uh, three seconds off. You know, as they're talking, the audio is like ahead of it. Okay. Or behind it, possibly. Oh. Whatever happened to this guy? I mean, he's probably one of the Retribution. Probably. <laughs> so about Mojo Riley. Yeah. We're watching Arrival and they're doing, they're doing what the hype man himself. Um. So so yeah so that was. That was basically one, three. Oh yeah, so, so yeah, so I saw Raw and SmackDown. Smack Raw went down in ratings. I don't know the numbers. I'm not gonna get into it. But it wasn't as they didn't take as much of a hit as I would have assumed they would have because they went against basketball. I believe Raw. Uh, I don't know. I know there was big sports competition, right. but they didn't take as big of a hit as I thought they were gonna take. It still wasn't a lot. It was like one point something million. Um, oh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, Chief Robinson. Yeah. What was his name here? Perkins or something? No, CJ Parker. Parker. Um. <laughs> I forgot he was that uh, Earth guy, right? Yeah. Like, uh, the, the eco warrior. Yeah. What the hell is he doing? Anyway, he's hippie, man. He's like, he's getting into it. He's getting groovy. <laughs> this is why when I see a character, like an NXT come up with a character, I'm like, you know what? He's probably better than this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, shit. He went to New Japan and proved that he was better than this. Yeah. You know? Just became Juice Robinson. Something simple. Um. So, yeah, and, and SmackDown went down in numbers. So... You know, it was the worst ratings for SmackDown since they started Thunderdome. Yeah, they, they like. He's not saying help a lot. No, they lost. Yeah, they lost a lot. Hey, listen, so that that Roman bump is gone. So, so now they got to put on a good show, which I don't, I don't know if they're gonna be able to right. do that. But that's gonna roll a lot. Yeah, yeah, I would say um, both shows they are doing interesting things, but it's still a garbage show. Retribution is a nothing thing now, basically, and they haven't even introduced them. Yeah. Like they were, they were attacking both shows at one point. Now they just now 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 they're raw only. Now it's just raw only. Oh look who's there, Brandy. I didn't notice her. Oh wow, she's ringing out. Sir. Yeah, I thought she started. How she started out. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so it like so yeah so like, like how am I supposed to take retribution seriously? Like they even they even bother to attack NXT. Right, yeah. they weren't. They weren't even. They, they never attacked the NXT, right? 
No, because it doesn't make sense. Because probably everyone from that Retribution thing is coming from NXT. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's a dumb gimmick. Already. If you watched, if you watched Raw, you saw Retribution actually. I didn't watch where I saw the highlight. Mm-hmm. When they actually talked, you could tell one of them was me or you. Well, they 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 have a certain cadence. Um, right. One of them does have like that cadence of um, Martinez. Martinez. Yeah, well, Mercedes she, Martinez. Well, she lost the um, cage match last week. That was her blow up match, and yeah. she got fired. One of them definitely died Jacobic. Yeah. Possibly the leader of it. Yeah. It seems. Um. See the way they should did that. They should work back. Superstar they fired. Yeah, it, that would have worked. Sound, like, it even did sound like that was going to be the gimmick. That would have, see, that would have worked. Yeah. Um, or got, or wrestlers they, that it, they're using that, that, that are being misused. Yeah. You know, something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What are they trying to re- retribution from what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And it, I called it too. When they did the Thunderdome shit for the first time, the first thing I said was, I see retribution hacking those fucking screens. And that's what they fucking did like a few weeks ago. Like, it, all of a sudden, the words retribution came on all the screens, and then they did, like, a promo. I was like, knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, so we'll see that. And then Keith Lee's doing Keith Lee stuff. <coughs> yeah. They, they ruined Keith Lee already. Yeah. I mean, he can come back from it, but they had to do a lot of work, though. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, Oh, other news I forgot to mention. We uh, we didn't talk about Ricochet. Yeah. Um, the last I heard, um, you're usually more up to date than me. The that he's decided not to sign. Supposedly, that's the rumor. And he came out and said that down. You don't know where they got that from. Okay. But what what have I always said? Would smoke this fire? Or did someone blow smoke up your ass? Right. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to leave. I mean, they're not using him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing something with Cedric Alexander. They put him in. They put him in her. Her, the um, whatever the hurt business. Whatever. That was so weird too. But I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> but they're not doing anything, Rick. I won't be surprised if he's on his way out the door. Yeah. So, as always with these rumors of people leaving and possibly leaving or what, what have you, we talk about where they should land. Right. Where do you think they should land? He should land. I look. Everybody wants to say AEW. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he would get lost in the shuffle there. AEW got a lot of talent right now. No, I don't think he would. I, 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 I just don't think he fits them perfect. I just, I'm sure he'll be great for like a one-off. It's like, hey, Ricochet's here, you know that type of thing. But I, I, I don't see him there as like long term. Does that because if you bring him there, what is that for to do? What What do you do with him? There's no cruiserweight belt. You don't need a cruiserweight belt. There's nothing for him to do there. Like he would, we all guys that would probably that would get lost if I think he went there. No, they'll, they'll, they, I, I believe they would treat him right. Um, they, they would even push him to the stars if they thought they he could do it. You know, I, to be a TNT title holder or uh, the the world title I, holder even. I don't see it. Um, but realistically, well, I think I put it up on Facebook. I want to see him go to Impact. I want to see him fight in the, fight in the X division. Bring the X division back to the way it used to be. I, I can see that, and I think that would be great to have him there. I, I think he would just be lost there, you know. Like, like, like I, I think his level, like his ceiling, would be X Division champion, and that's it. 
I don't know why. I, I, I could see him as Impact Champion. I could. The best place I see him going is New Japan. Send them right there, and they would fucking love him. You know? And he'll have those great matches with Will Ospreay again. Yeah. You know, because they have a history. And I think that's the best place for him. Is, is, um, the fuck you call it? Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Just, just have him over there. Yeah, Impact. Well, I'm, I'm look. We're looking at um NXT Arrival still, and they're showing um Emma. Emma, you remember when they repackaged her on the main roster as um Emmalina? She, from what I understand, she didn't like it. No, that's why it, it was no? abruptly ended. Yeah, she she did not like it. She was, really? She didn't. From what I read, she wasn't comfortable doing it. Like, really? She couldn't get into that character. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what the fuck they're doing to her right now in Impact. <laughs> She's just a model. But maybe, maybe <laughs> for like, maybe it was the way WWE was doing it. Maybe she wasn't happy. Maybe the, maybe the way they were doing it wasn't good. Which is possible. Yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Because you forget just, about that. It's WWE they do shit weird. So yeah. she's Tennille Dashwood. Tennille Dashwood. So it's uh, Dashwood Alina or some shit. <laughs> Tasha Alina. They don't call her that. They, she's still just Tennille Dashwood, but. <laughs> Um, Alright, so now let's get into it officially. Let's get into the main shows. The the main event here. The Wednesday. The, once again, the Wednesday Night Smarks. For how long, though? It's been over a month. Oh, you mean how long it's going to stay that way? Yeah. I, I don't know. I Let's talk about that. that. Do you think they'll ever move the show? The NXT? I was one of those, That's pe- count, the I was one of those people at first, if you remember. I said they should keep them both on Wednesday nights because... Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see Impact move. I want to see one of them move. It could be AEW. One of them should move. Well, it's not going to be AEW because they're successful on that time slot. That's their time slot. It's theirs. But NXT was there first. NXT was on on Wednesdays forever. We're talking about live. We're talking about the, the actual live show. And technically, yeah, they were on live as well first. But basically, the counter book... Because they heard AW. Because remember, AW was supposed to be on Tuesday. They were supposed to be on Tuesday, right? And cause they they even copy copyrighted that where they were gonna it was gonna be Dynamite Tuesdays or or Tuesday Dynamite, right? And they got the copyright for that. But then TNT was like, we can't because of sports right. that happens on those on those days. So then they had to change it to Dynamite on uh, Wednesday night Dynamite. Um, and then. All of a sudden, once that came out and they they had an actual date for it, I think it was like October fourth or something like that. It just that's when all of a sudden, all of a sudden, NXT's going live in September, two weeks before, you know. And they they just they shot NXT out there fast, like they they weren't even prepared to do that live, right? Because remember, it was one hour live on. USA and then the other hour was on the network right right for two, for those two weeks and shit like that and those t- those first two sh- two week shows were just filler episodes you know yeah. they were just like, just just put it out there say hey we're here you know and then you know so but technically it, it was always AEW slot and they're winning the slot they own it it's theirs you know I guess I suppose cause it just it just looks bad like if like say 
like you know everyone's talking about Triple H possibly ever taking over right? right I don't think that's ever gonna happen but even if Vince dies or goes away or whatever goes to the moon I don't think it's Triple H don't get it but let's you know that, let's say he's the one of the front runners how does it look that he's uh, head of this show and his show constantly gets beat every week why would the stockholders or whoever decide to just give him Raw and Smackdown you know if his show just constantly gets his ass kicked on Wednesdays. If they move it to Tuesdays, he'd be in the top 10, like every week, for the most part, as they showed, you know? Or Thursdays even. You know? I, I, I don't know if I want to see him on Tuesday. I think I'd rather see him on Thursdays. So we get, we, as a wrestling fan, we, so we get wrestling Monday through Friday. Yeah, I mean, Impact can move to Thursdays. Impact can move to two in the morning and they get the same amount of ratings. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know which one. I, yeah, like, right, right now, AW owns Wednesday nights, but that's not guaranteed to last. Of course not, but as of right now, in their trajectory, they've been doing great. They've won, every, for the most part, almost every single week since this started. You know, they've been in the top 10 and the top 5 for the most part since this started. You know, including this week where they were number 3. Not going against much, though. Um, there wasn't that much sports, if any, on this Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I think there no, I think it was... Um, There's no NBA. Yeah, I think. Was there? If, if there was, it didn't. the NBA stuff didn't do good because now, none probably- of them were in the top 5. I think Probably was, not. Then I'm trying to. I don't think so. And then Game Seven was was of uh, the West. Was yeah, you remember? Yeah, because that was going to be postponed, and we didn't know. Right. Um. So so yeah. So there was no sports to go against this week. AEW did three against Tucker Carlson and some Real Housewife thing was number one and two, um, which makes me sad that Tucker Carlson. Well, he, real <laughs> quick, sidewalks real quick. Everybody think oh Fox News gets good ratings. Well, that is the only station that conservatives can watch. I mean, if you're a liberal or anything other than conservative, you can watch. You have other movie stations to watch. What are you doing? <laughs> She's gonna hit the mic. You have other stations you could watch. Yeah. Conservatives, all they can watch, all they have is Fox News. That's all they have. Yeah. So they 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 flock to it in droves. Yeah. Man, anyway, we're back. <laughs> so, um, by the way, this makes me sad. Oh, the Ascension. Yeah. This is what the Ascension... Oh, Ascension, the t- excuse at, me. At the Ascension at the top of their game. Look how, look how dominant they were. They look like they... They, they look like they destroy you. Yeah. I, I am never going to let that go. I forget. Was it Connor and... Victor. Victor. Connor was the big guy. Connor right. got big, though. He, he put on some... Some LBs the last time I saw him. Um, but still, breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah. They they could have been something. Yeah. They could have been a contender. Could have been a contender. Uh, so where were we? So yeah, so 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 yeah, so Tuesday. I think personally, I think NXT should be the one to move. I think, I think, I don't think they will though, because it's one. I don't think investors know much about that shit. Right. You know, so about the wrestling stuff until. They start looking at it like, why do we keep losing? You know, so it might be a long time before they even move to Tuesdays. Um, and two, 
USA might be in the same on the same side of Vince, where they might want to be like, listen, where we have a partnership, you want to try to keep AW from getting the those viewerships, we'll, we'll keep the show on Wednesday for right. you. you know that type of thing. So they, also, they might not be there. You know, Vince is playing. Vince could also as much crap as we give him, he can playing a long game too. You like look what happened with the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. They were losing the Monday Night Wars for a long time. Vince held the line, and eventually they they overtook WCW. I mean, not saying this is what's happening here. I'm saying Vince might be using that might be Vince's strategy. Uh, possible, right or wrong, I don't know, yeah. but that might be a strategy. Possible, might be playing the long games. Um. So yeah, so so there's that. So, but I, I it's I think it's gonna be a while before they if they even decide to move anywhere. Um, because right now the argument. For a lot of people, it's moving away from AW versus NXT, and now they're starting to be compared to Raw. Right. You know, and I don't think AW is gonna beat Raw in viewership for a long time, but the the the, the conversation is, is all these demos that they're starting to beat them in. You know, you know the, those twelve to thirty nine males and those the females here and there and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, the, I mean, does the demo thing really... Is that a fair comparison and not on the same night? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even on the same night. No, but it's still a comparison to be made to showing that this new show that has competition on Wednesdays and you have Raw, who doesn't have competitions. Competitions. Competition. Uh, so it, it, it is, it's not an exact one-to-one comparison, of course. But it is a comparison to be made to show how well AW is doing compared to how well Raw is doing, you know? Because like, cause it could be, basically, Wednesday has become the wrestling night. Right. You know? Used to be Mondays. Mondays was wrestling night. You know? Now it's Wednesdays. Wednesdays is wrestling night. Whether you're watching NXT or Raw or AW or both. You know, it's Wednesday's wrestling night, and that's the conversation. So I think it, I think it is a good conversation to have as a conversation, not as to see who's doing better and what, but to see where they are with their fans and shit. Right. You know, because AEW has shown that their fans will go where they go. You know, with this one month experiment they had to do. You know, where, where they had to move their shows around, the Saturday to 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 Thursday and shit like that. Um. So, so I think it is a good conversation to have, and I think it is something that people are starting to do a lot now. Um, so yeah, so let's get uh, let's do the numbers real quick for this week. Uh, AEW was a point three four with eight uh, eight hundred eighty six thousand in the viewership. Uh, number three in the demo I said earlier. NXT was a point one eight. Um, uh, I lost the number. Uh, uh, 689,000, uh, excuse me, uh, viewership, 31 in the demo. Um, yeah, and it's, it was the same story as it is, as it's always been. You know, AEW wins all the demos except for those over 50s, uh, but they went down considerably from last week. Uh, but yeah, they were supposedly number one in males, 18 to 49, when I read. But yeah, so that's demo talk, the ratings talk. Uh, let's get into the shows. Yeah. You forced me to go first last week. 
Some boys you go again first. No, you go first this week. <laughs> All right, so AW NXT AW NXT opened up with Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai, and to me, this was the match of the night. I went four. I went a hard four on this. I loved it. I went four and a half. I thought this was amazing. I, I, you know what? You know what? I could. Sorry, I can be able to see. I can go four and a half on that. Yeah. I could do that. I, I could easily it. do that. I fucking love this shit. And it was clean. Like, no shenanigans from anybody. Mm-hmm. You figured somebody would come out and nothing. Yeah. Not well, not with these... Oh, yeah. With the side stories, possibly. You know, yeah, no. Like, they could have came out and shit They like didn't that. do anything. No. Shanti had that underhook suplex. He turned it into oh, a submission when she didn't get the pin. Yeah. That oh, was, yeah. That the, the, was the mutilation. Yeah, the that mutilation line. That was beautiful. That was awesome. The fucking... Um, the fucking slam. The... Was it a German? Yeah, a German onto the the apron. Yes, I have it written down here. Yep. Uh, to, and you can kind of see like the the referee run to her. Make sure she, she was right. Yeah. She put the thumbs up real quick. Um, yeah, this whole match was fucking awesome. Um, Io got the win with that with her suplex, but it was uh, off a little moonsault. bit. The moonsault. The moonsault, rather. It was off a little. Bit. It was. And part, it looked better. Part of me felt like it, yeah, it did look like it hurt. Right. Because her legs hit one part, her one shins arm, hit her. And her the, shins hit um, Shotzi right in the chest. Right in the chest. So it kind of does look harder. But is it me? But ever since Io Shirai has come to this company, she's never done that moonsault right. Like maybe that? once or twice. I think she. And especially, it sucks because they call her the genius of the sky. Right. But. And I've seen her do great fucking moonsault and stardom and shit like that. So I'm, I'm like, um, what, <laughs> you know, like, what is going on? Like, why can't she do this moonsault right? Anymore? Maybe she's not. Maybe somebody's not setting it up right, like somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, outside of that, which made it actually made it, made it look better yeah. for some reason. And even like when she did it, she almost hits her head first. Yeah. As she's coming down. I saw that. Yeah. It's like yo. Uh, but besides that, it still looked it's, it. It kind of enhanced it a little bit because it looked nasty. Yeah. You know? Thankfully, she was alright. And I kind of I'm looking forward to the title match because you know what's going to happen at some point. They're going to set up a title match. Yeah, they have to probably take over. Well, they got one coming in just a couple weeks. Yeah, my, yeah, that, that'll be a takeover match. What the hell are they going to do for this takeover? There's no bill well, for this well, one. Well, they, they, they're doing that. They're doing that championship scramble thing next week. Yeah, but that's not a bill. This is like it's just a scramble, you know. Which I hate that they do that shit. We'll get into that later. But, yeah. So, yeah. I, I love this match. I did, did, um, four, we both give it four and a half. Yeah. Um, Champa did a quick video, a little video package. Uh, Tommaso. Yeah. Uh, and then he had, then he did a three and a half. I, I ranked the three and a half as a squash. He beat De- Desmond Troy with the Widow's Bell DDT. Uh, yeah, Desmond Troy. I gave it, it was a good squash. I gave it four squash. But uh, Desmond Troy, that's um, Dejeuner. The His name used to be Dejeuner. Oh, right, yeah. Um, they, but that was his real name. Okay. And they didn't want him using his real name. So he had to change it to Troy. Desmond Troy. And then Jake Atlas comes out after the challenge. And next week we're getting Jake Atlas and Tommaso Ciampa again. Yeah. Okay. I, Jake Atlas thing, I kind of liked and did not like at the same time. Partially because he came out and he, he he did this promo that just made him look more like a fucking dork. Because he's like, yeah, you kicked my ass. I'm like, don't admit that. Just just be like, you're angry because he kicked your ass, you know? Yeah. But he's just like, yeah, you kicked my ass. That was, and it hurt a lot. You know, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, stop that. Don't do that. Be a man. But I, I what I do like about this, though, 
is that and, it, and there's other stuff that happens in the show that I kind of noticed there's they're starting to develop booking patterns because remember I complained like why squash Jake Atlas when Ciampa came back right right I'm like why just destroy him like that for no fucking reason you could have used any other no name that's in the PC I remember you said that and but here they, they are they had a plan they had a plan for paying it. it off right they had a plan you know I don't I, I don't like how they're doing it because they're just dorking them out and they dorked them out again later on in the show but I like the fact that there's payoffs to what they're doing here now you know and there's other stuff and I'll get to it and I'll, I'll ring the bell when it happens again but I was like and I think that's Gabe Sapolsky I think he might be in charge or he might have a good position with the pen now because he's booking a lot and that one hour fatal four way match from a couple weeks ago that's yeah. his stuff like he does bookings like that the the match that's coming up next week the gauntlet scramble yeah. shit that's his stuff he used to do that in, in Evolve and shit like that you know so I, a lot of his little ideas are starting to get in there um, which is good I mean, yeah I, I, I was noticing I was like alright I may not like it but the, the fact that I'm seeing these patterns I may not like how they're doing the booking and stuff like that or what the character. Well, you gotta remember he's if he's if he's coming out with these great ideas and they're using them, mm-hmm. they can't just go from one extreme to the other. They, they gotta weave it in. But they, I mean, what I'm saying, like, what I don't like about it is how the characterization, like, right, right, Atlas comes out looking like a fucking dork, talking about how yeah, you, you kick my ass, and then they kick his ass again later. Right? He just that that to me is wrong. You could do that a different way. Um, but the fact that they're doing these things that have payoffs. It's really good, you know. Right. Um. What What do you got there? All right. So they did a Drake interview as he was coming. I don't know if you can tell. I really love this episode. This is a really oh, good episode. Say, I it really was. Really they did a Drake interview as he's coming as he's coming in. Talk about he, that he's gonna be teaming up with Killing Tr- Killing Day. So yeah, he goes. This is, I haven't talked to him. He's not returning any of my calls. Do you but we're cool though. Yeah. Do you have his number? Do you have his number? <laughs> but I like. Why would you ask the report? But I like the fact that he's like he hasn't called me. He's not returning my calls. I can't get in touch with him. But we're cool, though. Yeah. You're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of cracked me up a little bit. Just the way he did it cracked me up. This I'm ringing the bell again. Uh, this, yeah, this, this, this is another one of those things where I hate this. I hate this story. I do, too. I no, no, fucking I hate do. this story. It but, made me laugh. Yeah, and it, 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 it's silly. But, again, with the booking patterns here, you know? He, you know, he got his ass kicked by Dane twice, three times already. Now they're tag teaming. You know? Story, story, payoff. Story, right. story, payoff. And I like that. I hate what they're doing in it, the the booking, the story, but the, the, the fact that I'm seeing booking patterns. Right. And then there's payoffs to the story if you're paying attention. And I'm like, all right, all right, whatever. This I hate, but I can go with it. Yeah, but you know? it, just, it still cracked me up the way he was. Like, he's all optimistic that Killian is gonna come around. He's still, still with me. Yeah. Again, the dude's a total dork now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Calm down. I'm sorry. It's just young Paige <laughs> before she became weird. Make, make it sound even weirder. Dude, the girl's like 18 here, man. No, she's like, she's like 20. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna the, get canceled. The, <laughs> They did a, a Finn Balor video package I thought was very well done. Talk about like, you know, you want me? You got to stand in line for me. And the line starts here. Uh, well, I don't like his promos, but... I, th- I thought it was great. I, what I did like... It was more of a video package. Yeah, but him, he talked. 
And I like it. I, do, I, do, I um, have no problem with it. But what I did like about this, again, there was a lot of things I hate that they did here, but there was a lot of like these other sides to it that I really appreciated. And here, did you see how they included all the other shows? You know? When yeah. he's talking about I'm the top champion. Yeah. And he, he and they showed Roman. They show, I think they showed Roman. Yeah. They showed Roman. They showed Drew. Drew and stuff like that. And then he's like, I'm the best. Yeah. You know, including those other shows and, and putting himself on and top of them. And I hate to say it, you know, know, based on pure talent, he is. Yeah, yeah. Out of all three champions, Brent, he's the best. He's yeah. the best champion they have right now. Yeah. All right, so next up we have Austin Theory versus Kushida. Kushida won with submission after working on theories on like the whole match. I went three and three quarters on this. I loved it. I went the same. And again, I loved it a lot. And we talked about this before with Dream and Austin Theory. You know how it's it's kind of weird with right. them still being there. Isn't it also kind of weird now that they have Kushida being the one to destroy them? Why say that? Kushida destroyed Dream before. Maybe. And now he's here destroying Austin Theory. Austin Theory, by the way, complete fucking dorked out. He's in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. You saw how they just fight? They just dorked him out. Um, so I'm like, I wonder, like, why? Like, it, it feels like a, so, some sort of either secret storyline or some weird type of storyline where he's fighting these two to get rid of them, you know? But you see, I would if this was Raw SmackDown... He's going to fight all the problematic it people. It, it would, the- I would, if, it, if this was Raw SmackDown, I, I could see them teaming them up somehow. Yeah. Because of their, their history. The, yeah. Their problematicness. I hope they don't do that here. Sad part is, in any other world, that'd be a great tag team. Yeah. And a per, you know, in, in any other situation, yeah. Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream as a tag team would be great. Yeah. But not here. But I just they it just feels like all the problematic wrestlers Kushida's gonna be destroying them. Like if you, if you have any type of history, some weird pedophile shit. Yeah. Kushida's gonna kick your ass. Yeah. That type of thing. He he's the locker room enforcer at this yeah. point. All right. Um. They did a cancellation video package with Johnny Gargano and still pissed about the TV. Yeah. So apparently waited a whole week to buy the TV. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna make her pay for. it. And they haven't cleaned the, the food up. Yeah. Shit's fire, like fucking... Molding and shit. Molding and fucking roaches all over the place. But yeah, man, it, it, it was a good... It was a good enough... It was, it was fun. Yeah, See, I, somebody, I enjoy their videos. It's funny. Yeah, they, they, somebody took a screenshot of Johnny Gargano with this weird look on his face. And somebody tweeted up Johnny Gargano. That could be a new profile pic on Twitter. So he changed it to that. <laughs> he heard the... He changed it to that. It was great. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was funny. Like, he waited a week... To do this video package and not buy the TV in kayfabe, it's funny. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like why? Why didn't he buy the TV before? You know, why wait till? Well, now? they filmed it right after. But they were watching NXT. Remember? Yeah. So and on the sh- on when as he buys the thing, he 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 orders it for next day. So like he could have did that early on in the week. Yeah, the video package is fine though. I mean, they're fun. I yeah, I enjoy them for the most part. You know, and the fact that they're married in real life makes it better. Yeah. Because you see they got a chemistry together, you know, so it's great. All right, now this match I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did. Brizango defeated Imperium to retain the tag titles. I wasn't expecting to like this match. 
I thought Right, but I thought Bizanko was gonna was gonna lose it. Oh. Like I, I thought this is way Imperium was gonna take the belts back. I was that's what I was thinking. This was a great match. Well I went three and three quarters on this. Well, I have apologies to make. Okay, go, go, for it. go for it. Go ahead. Bring it on. Bring well, it on. Like, like, again, booking patterns, right? Like, they, again, I still think they came off looking like a weak fucking tag team before winning the titles and shit like that. This, right. Everything was bad. But they, this was a, like you said, this was a great fucking match. I went four flat on this one. Um, This was a great fucking match. It was a great fucking tag team. I was into it the whole time. And they proved themselves to be worthy of those titles. Right. You know, and, and beat those the, that tag team. You know, so I was like, all right, booking patterns, making them look strong. They they got the belts, and they, they were and the they were losing that whole match, Brizango. Yeah, and they came back like champions, and they won. Yeah. So, so I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I can I can get into these guys now. Yeah. You know? Well, I was with them from the beginning. I mean, I, you're you're late to the party. <laughs> I I was there from the beginning. We'll see how it goes, but right now, this week and last, and when they won the titles. All right, all right, all right, Gabe. You're wheeling me in. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, this is what NXT needed. Somebody, a, a fresh face in there, yeah. like a fresh voice. So hopefully he's in charge. Hopefully they get more ratings. So Vince could be like, hey, those were good ideas. They have following, so let's have more of that, you know? I think you got to give it time, though. I mean, I, when people start seeing that shit, the product's getting better, they might start tuning in. Yeah. All right. Um, are you ready for our number one? What? what oh, for me? you. Yeah. Um, you're gonna stop after Eddie Kingston promo. Okay. Okay. AEW starts. Uh, the Bucks. Okay. So we have uh, FTR versus um, Jurassic Express. Right. Before the match starts, the Bucks come in and super kick the ref. I don't get that. Explain. Angry. Please explain. Look. They're angry. Okay. They're, they're angry. angry. But I. I I'm watching this. I'm like, why the ref? Is the second time they super kicked a non wrestling person? Because they're angry. I, I don't. I, they super kicked Marvez because they were pissed off. And then they got fined by Tony Khan. And they were like, oh, you're going to find us? They kicked the ref. And then they went to find Tony Khan and threw the fucking money at him. And they did that. Uh, they did a bit on BT where, because they got fined before for kicking Marvez. Right. And they walked to Tony Khan's dressing room. Tony Khan wasn't there and they just threw the money in, in there and so and it just kind of rained all over so you, you gotta think when Tony Khan walks into his room he has to pick up all these dollars off the floor yeah <laughs> um and just threw it into his room and then now they're like find us all you want we don't give a fuck I, you know, know what I they're turning they've turned back into the the, the older okay. version of themselves so my they're, question is what are they mad about be- they had nothing to do with what. See, I don't. All right, I'm, I'm going to jump around a little bit with your show. I don't get the whole Kenny Page. I don't. Now I'm trying to get. I, I don't get it now. Okay, so Page was the one that was acting all like all weird. He's the one that caused the Bucks the title match, right? He's the one that was was pushing himself away from the elite, yeah. right? Uh, am I am I am I am I correct yeah, so far? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the one that was working with that, that was kind of befriending FTR, right? Yeah. Like he was like he was okay. When they lost the belts, Kenny Omega was the one that turned on 
Adam Page. Well, he didn't turn. He he, he took him out. He, he didn't take him out. out. He never took him out. Well, whatever he did. He, he just, he was going to hit him he, with the table. And right. he decided and, not to. And then but he, and then he, when he, Adam Page went to reach for him, he just let him fall. Okay. And he walked away. Okay. And then he, he Kenny Omega talked about doing, you know, trying to clean things or whatever. Then the next week, they're both, like, Kenny's on commentary later. And Page, right, like, everything is cool. No, the it's way, not. Listen to what he's saying. <sighs> Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, like, we're never going to tag team again. You know? Nobody... I don't get it. The the, the, the the rift was between Adam Page and Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks are the ones that I'm most pissed off. I don't get that. I don't Kenny get it. Kenny is pissed off. He's just not letting it be known yet. He's not going to tag with Adam Page ever again. Their, their friendship is broken. It's done. I, I, I just don't get the... I mean... Whatever. I just... I didn't get it. Like, I'm like, okay. Then the Young Bucks come out, and they super... Uh, Super League, the referee. Okay, why? Because they're they're angry now. They're not trusting anyone. They super kicked the ref because Tony Khan fined them before for Marvez. So they're like, find us all you want. You know, I, we're, I, we're big dogs. We make that, money. That kind you know? of, I was like, oh, that makes no and sense to me. But okay, and, and they they don't they're not trusting. They're not being friendly with anyone anymore. Okay, you know? I I just thought it was stupid, but whatever. Okay, that's just no. Me. It works. It, it's work. It's, it's storytelling. You just got to pay attention. It, it didn't work. I, I didn't get it. I'm it like, I thought it was, I thought it was stupid. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Superkick wanted somebody, one of the wrestlers in the ring. Superkick, one of the guys from FTR. You're mad at them. They're the champs. Superkick, one of the guys, Jurassic Express guys. But the referee, though? I that that because If they had come in the ring or pissed off Superkick, one of the... No, Superkick, the idea was because they got fined for kicking Marvez. So they're like, we'll, we'll kick whoever the fuck we want that, to kick. That, that's and just, we'll pay off because we're billionaires. No fucking, you know. It, I, I didn't get EVP. it, but whatever. It, it's, it's simple. It's real simple. Yeah, well. Um, I, so the, I thought it was dumb, personally. Uh, so the Bucks super kicked the ref. Uh, and in this match, FTR defeats the Jungle, Exp- Jungle Express. Jurassic Express. Uh, I thought this was a great tag match. It was. I um, have one problem with it. Uh, let me finish. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I thought it was a great uh, FTR match. Uh, this was uh, FTR style finally coming out. You know, we were cutting off the ring. I think we saw a lot of it during the the all out match as well. So this is finally them being FTR as we know them. Um, Jungle Boy came off looking really strong here. I think everything here blended well. Um, I, I felt like it simultaneously told like an, an old school style of tag match versus. A cutting edge style with the Jurassic Express. Um, I thought, I thought, yeah, yeah, the it was it was very red hot. I thought it was believable with the near falls, and um, and I and I I love that these challengers did not win, you know, because usually, you know, the, the wrestling trope, the WWE trope was because this is a non-title match, you all of a sudden assume that Jurassic Express is going to win. And then they'll get a title shot later. You know? Right. That's not what happened. FTR just won the belt, and he beat these guys. Okay. Um, my one problem was this, is that it wasn't a clean. Thank you. Um, that was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That was my only problem with it, though. I was like, why not just give them a clean win? Right. They could do something like that later on with a bigger team. Right. What I'm saying is, that that's exactly the point I was going to make. They, they made sure they let us know that, that Jurassic Express is unranked. 
FTR should have beat an unranked team without cheating. Yeah. They say, you know, we're the champ. You got to beat us. Yeah. I th- that was my that was my problem too. Yeah, that was my only problem. I was like, why why that roll up? I didn't think you were cool. gonna say. I didn't think you were gonna say. It. Yeah, because like I felt like you can do that. I don't mind them doing that. But against but somebody against, who's worth it. Yeah, against the uh, SEU or against the Bucks or whatever. Right. You know that that's fine. But against this you know mid card team, I understand you're trying to make Jungle Boy look strong. Which they did, and I think they did that great. Jungle Boy came off like a great babyface, um, trying to come from under. So they should, what they should have did was they should have had them cheat to win the pink Luchasaurus. Neither the, one, no, neither one. I don't I'm care. Saying, if, if they were gonna, what I'm saying, if they were gonna do it, I would mm-hmm. rather have done it with Luchasaurus. Cause he was the bigger guy, and needed they needed help to beat him. No, they the, still would have made Jungle Boy look strong because he didn't get pinned. No, see, it it makes Jungle Boy look strong. Because they had to cheat to pin them, right? But the, but I just feel like it should like, so I guess to your point, it should have been Jurassic, the the Luchasaurus clean win, clean pin, right? You know, that way, like I guess that's what you're trying to say. Jungle Boy God gets to look strong because of everything he went through prior, right? Um, so yeah, so yeah, so that was my only problem with it. Uh, was that was that it, it just wasn't a clean finish, you know. But I did love the fact that they beat them. Like, they they are the champions. They beat them. It should have been clean, though. It, yeah, it should have been. I gave this three and three quarters. Same here. If they had beat them clean, it would have been a four. Yeah, probably. Um, after this, we have uh, Marvez. Oh, yeah. So, Marvez is in the back with Matt Hardy, who has just been attacked. Um... Uh, and um, Jericho and Hager are there and the private party guys are there and uh, no one knows who attacked Matt Hardy they gave it away pretty quick <laughs> well yeah, yeah. Was, that was, that was, I don't think they were trying to hide it no they were but I did like that JR was giving massive fucking like like uh, defenses for Jericho here because everyone's like it's obviously Jericho and uh, JR was like how do you know that you know private party's there as well <laughs> you know, like, you know, he, you know, he has a bat. Well, he always has a bat. You know? <laughs> like, like he, he was constantly defending Jericho. Um, and I thought, what well, also thing I thought was funny was like, why? How come no one asked Matt Hardy? <laughs> Just ask Matt Hardy. You can find out. But it's I right did, there. yeah. Um, but I did like that. You know, they took out Matt Hardy because obviously Jericho thinks that Matt Hardy is a big part of this team. You know, right? And they and it matters to them, so trying to get into their heads and shit like that. Um, so it's good. Kenny Omega got this is when Kenny Omega came out to commentary. Page defeating Frankie Kazarian. Adam Page defeats Frank Frank Kazarian. Uh, I did like how the commentary did let us know that this was supposed to be a tag match, right? Uh, but because Kenny didn't want to, it turned into this. Pay attention, you know. Uh, I thought it was a great back and forth. It had a great finish. Um, yeah, so yeah, I thought this this was like a like a pay per view quality show. Uh, I thought it was a really good showcase for Paige. Like he had like these great fucking power spots. Like he caught Kazarian in midair like twice. Um, and then I, I thought the 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 reversals of the slingshot. Cutter was good and the reversals to the buckshot. I thought 
and then they built to that great finish and then the finish was perfect Kazarian took a great bump for that buckshot lariat and then they, they they got to that buckshot lariat really good when they, they worked everything out uh, I gave this four I went three and three quarters. It, it was good. No complaint. Yeah. Everything you said. Yeah, and at the end of I, this, I I, I I I don't know why they changed out of pages tights. I like. I'm them. not feeling the new tights. I like them. Uh, they changed it for all out. Yeah, um, I'm not feeling it though. I think they're good. Uh, as this match ended, Omega bounces, showing that he's he's gone. And then if you listen to his commentary, he was there were parts where he was like, um. What, what happened? The page took a move from Kazarian, and there's a moment where Kenny thinks it's over, like ah, it's over. But then he kicks out, and then he's like, oh, okay. So this was this was usually where I would have to have saved them, you know, if this right. was our, our tag match and shit like that, you know. So it, it's a broken relationship where, you know, like with your ex, you know, you break up with someone and you move on, which is what Kenny's doing. He's moving on. But when you see your ex move on, it fucking bothers you, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's basically what's happening here with Kenny. And Kenny just let, leaves, showing that Adam Page is alone, you know? Um, so I thought that was good. Good story building for that that thing that they're doing with Page and Omega. Um, MJF comes out, does a squash, uh, destroys Sean Dean. Uh, thought it was great. For a squash, for a squash, it was great. He just comes in, destroys him, gets the the Fujiwara armbar that he does. I forgot what he calls it, the salt of the earth. He calls it. Um, and then he does a great fucking promo where he talks about starts talking shit about Moxley, like how he, Moxley cheated, so he's still undefeated because Moxley cheated, and so fuck him and shit like that. And I like that because it's true. <laughs> Right. He's an asshole, but it's true. Exactly. Moxie did cheat, so he should still be considered undefeated and shit like that, you know? And you hate him because it's true, you know? You're like, fuck you. You know, so I thought that was good. Um, and then he, he talked about, and, you know, he made um, the announcer announce him as the, a bunch of names. Um, and then he started talking about um, how everyone who gets ahead here is part of a faction or a stable or whatever. And... And he teases about that, like joining or forming his own faction. Well, Craig, yeah. when he said he's he was been a lone wolf, I thought of the Hangover. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, who we team up with, I don't know. Like, what would his faction be? I mean, maybe because what I understand, AEW, I read somewhere, AEW moving away from the Four Horsemen idea, and it's gonna be FTR is gonna be the stable. Fear the, Fear the Revelation with Sean Spears and FTR with and F, the real F, FTR and maybe they add maybe he joins up with them maybe I think I think that's what's great about MJF and how they've been booking him and doing the nuanced stuff with him because he has been buddy buddy with a lot of people He's but he's been buddy buddy with Spears Right, he's right. been buddy buddy with FTR. He's been buddy buddy with you know he has Wardlow, you know he he's been buddy buddy with um Jericho, you know, you know although that's more of like a rocky relationship, but yeah. he's been buddy buddy with him, right? So you don't know he could end up with him. You either start his own little faction, the the Wolf Pack, you know, 
or or, or join FTR and join that not horseman team, you know? Right. Yeah, and then or you know he he can go anywhere, and I think that's great how they tease that, and then he just leaves, you know. And they didn't really do much with Wardlow here, other than him just being there, and stuff like that, you know. So, you know, they're not pulling the trigger on the Wardlow storyline that they built the week prior. So I I thought that was great too. Um, and it was a great promo. He does a great promo. Uh. Uh, okay, after this, uh, we get a task technique, which I thought was great. Uh, I love these task technique bits, segments, uh, whereas Taz is just breaking down a move. And this time he broke down um, the Rochambeau, uh, which is uh, Ricky Stark's uh, finisher. Ricky Stark's finisher used to be, um, what do you call it? The Buster Keaton. right? And it was basically, uh, what does um, Christopher Daniels call his finisher? Oh, a BT? No, not that. Oh, the, oh, the, uh, one, one winged angel. No, no, I think angel wings. Angel wings. Yeah. Thank you. It, it that's basically what the Buster Keaton was, yeah. But he stopped doing that ever since he came here. But obviously, because he Chris respects Daniels. Christopher Daniels. He could have asked Christopher Daniels. I'm sorry, Christopher Daniels would have been like, "Go ahead," you know. But you know, he he decided to come up with a new one. And if you watch Dark and stuff like that, he he tried to do a spear as his finisher and it just didn't look right as a finisher for him right yeah and then he stuck, they did the whole Rochambeau thing where he kind of hooks up and then brings it down but I thought that was great they show the signature move for the 2k fans out there is now the the, the spear and the what's it called the Rochambeau is now that that lift up over his shoulders and brings it down right and I did like how Taz pointed out he has two different holds for that finisher where right. he either guts you up from your stomach or he'll do the the butterfly and flip you all the way up and bring you down you know depending on who you are what type of size you are so I thought that was good um, I, I like those little breakdowns I love these Taz techniques um, and he ha- he now he has graphics for it so that's cool uh, after this we have uh, Jerry Hager defeating uh, proud nope private party <laughs> I thought this was a fine match it was okay it, but I'm sure you have the same problem here this went too long yeah uh, and it was too much 50-50 um, I think this is where Jericho's at right now where he wants to put over these people I, you know like cause ever since he he lost the title he puts over Orange Cassidy and that worked for the most part you know, now I think he's trying to focus on the tag team division, and he's trying to put over these people. And Private Party did look good going over, like doing the stuff they did. And they they came off looking the losers came off better than what the winners came off, right? Um, but this, I I do feel like this was too long. Um, the they did an after the match attack on Quinn. Was it Quinn? Yeah, he got him in the walls. Um. Yeah, it was great in the tag versus. No, he party. no, he didn't get Quinn. He got um, he got um, what's the other one? Kennedy. No. I yeah, he got Isaiah Kennedy yeah, in it, right. and Mark Quinn came in for the save. Right, right. And then he knocked Jericho out of the ring. Right. right. Uh, like he made personal to make them look like. Yeah, I felt like I felt uh, basically I was reading my notes. I, I already said it. Jericho made them look good. Um. And I yeah I I enjoyed it. I gave it three snarks. 
Same here. I mean, yeah. it, was not, it didn't do anything. It didn't move my needle one way or the other. Yeah, it, it was good, but it was just gets get get me to the movie. I think I do still think that Hager and Jericho in a tag division and putting Omega and Paige in the singles division um, does does change things up a bit, and I think I did, I did like it. Um, is that where I stopped? I still going. Oh, you said yeah, uh, you did Kingston promo. Okay, so after this we have the the much talked about Thunder Rosa versus. Oh no, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? When did Kingston come? Oh, I I went too far. Yeah, you went way too far. So we're gonna stop you right there. Well, let me do the Kingston Corona and then after that. I'll, All right, I'll yeah, do you Thunder went. Yeah, I I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be right after the Taz technique. Um. And then I just did the one match after. So I'll talk about Kingston promo. So Kingston comes out after the MJF and the Task Technique. And I did, you know, he comes out and does a great promo. He comes out with his boys and they, they destroy like three fucking wrestlers. Um, and, uh, and he does a promo. And I did like how he, his promos are dynamic, if you know what I mean. Like based on what other people have said throughout the show. You know, because right before this, you had um, MJF. Saying like he's maybe he has to join a faction, right? Uh, Kingston comes out, and he's like, "We don't, we're not a faction, we're a family." You know, kind of like playing off of what MJF just said, you know. And then, and then now he's doing his own little promo here, based on that. Like, we're not a faction, we're a family. And what family? Some, you know, he had his whole formula where families fight, but then we work it out and shit like that through violence and shit like that through chaos. I love this. Uh, I did like how this this feels like he's being the continuity guy here, because at the end, you know, as he's talking, you know, it's time he he looks to the the blade and he says, "Time to get your family in order or your your house in order." Right, right. And you know what that means about the bunny. The bunny. They're answering our question. Why were we asking that question for weeks? Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? And now they're answering it. You know. So basically, building up a little feud between the Nightmare Family and and this family, whatever the Chaos Family or whatever he he's gonna call this, yeah. So, so I thought that's good, and they're gonna bring back Allie into the this Chaos Family or whatever. So, so I did enjoy it. Kingston is a king in the promo, so <laughs> cut a promo on a fucking cookie, so. Alright, sorry. So, yeah, I was watching this. They were showing Bo Dallas, who's the NFC champion. They photoshopped him into all these different places like he was traveling the world. Mm-hmm. It was making me laugh. Alright, hour two of NXT. I gotta find it. There we go. Opened up with a tag match with Jesse Kamara and Zia Lee versus Casey Contezero and Kane Carter. Yeah. Um, I like that Beth Phoenix reminded us that the, t- the women's tag belt is defended across all three brands. Yeah. We forgot about that. Well, hasn't been done in a while. Yeah. Kendall Zero pins Zia with his oh, the really cool pin combination she did with um Katie Carter. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I went um three and a half on this. I went three. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed that the fact that it was Karen. It was Karen Zaro who got the pin. Right. Um. So I think they might be having some stuff for her, or at least just her and this tag. Division thing, um, and, and I mean it. It was it was obvious who was gonna win here. Yeah, you know, the 
it was a tag team versus the not tag team. You right, know? right. So you know who's going. But that didn't bother me. It, it was just, it wasn't like great or anything. It was good. I enjoyed it. Right. Next up, we have Drake Maverick and Killian Dane versus Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Dane doesn't come out to start the match, so Yui just, just destroying Drake. And Dane's in the back looking at the TV laughing. Yeah, before this, you had Drake walking out to his match, and he sees Dane. And he's like, hey, you, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. see you outside. And he's like, what are you talking about? We have a match next. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not going out there. And then, and then he leaves, and he's like, all right, I'll see you out there. And he leaves. Yeah, like, Jason, he has a joke now. Yeah. Um, so basically, during at some point, um, when Regal's back there and tells Dane, you have to go out there. It's your job. You got to go out there. So Dane comes so, out. You know what I loved about that? When Regal came out and he was like, are you really going to let this happen? And Dane was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course I of am. Of course. But yeah, and then, then he, you know, he, then he went out. And then Yui got disqualified for using a chair. Yeah, but um, as yeah, so he came out, but he didn't come out to help, right? He came out and just grabbed him and threw him in. It's like if you're gonna lose, lose like a man. He threw him in the. And Yui had Yui had to poke the bear a little bit. Yeah, and they call him a fatso. He they just poked the bear at that point. I haven't heard fatso in a long time. Yeah, I know, right? Fatso. <laughs> um. So yeah, so so then he comes in and destroys Yui for a while, and then they they use the chair and get the the DQ. Right. And then, again, once again, like he he gets up, Drake gets up, and he's like, "Hey, we're a tag team now, right? Because we won, we basically won." So, no, uh, Dane punches him again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? You know they're gonna win the titles. Yeah. I know. Uh, they're gonna beat um, Fashion Police for it. Yeah. The. The interesting thing here was uh, Yui, uh, Roderick, and Fish are heels. Right. And we'll get into that later. So they announced before we... Uh, um, so they had um, Tommaso backstage and, and Jake Atlas attacks him. And right then, then as Tommaso's taking out Atlas... Bunch of wrestlers come out. One of them is Kyle O'Reilly. Well, just one came out. It was Kyle O'Reilly. And he tells, you know, he tells Tommaso, goes, we're not done yet. Basically, they're setting up that match. So Kyle O'Reilly is the face. Yeah, he's, he's a, yeah. that's why I was alluding to. So, so yeah, so Kyle O'Reilly is now being faced out here. And he's going to be in the championship scramble match. Yeah. Oh, they announced him in that? They announced, they announced five, four people so far. Because I, I heard Kushida. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get to it. Me Thatcher. And now, now O'Reilly. Oh, and um, Kevin Grimes. Kevin Grimes. I've seen it. him in a while. He's in it. Oh, great. Oh no. No, he's great though. He's he's great in the ring. This is a character we can't stand. Yeah. So the less I can see that, is better. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So again, I I did like, I do like, the booking patterns that we're seeing here, right? You know, he's beating up, Jake Atlas. Jake Jake Atlas is not gonna, win against. Champa, it's, yeah. it's just it's not gonna happen. But they built up to that, you know, that whole situation. And now, because he was out there beating up on Atlas, O'Reilly, who's a nice guy now, saves him, you know. And now he's a face, and now they're building up to that. That's gonna be a great match. It should be, but I, I, 
it's the build is nowhere you know other than this and which I think is great and you know they started doing something and then uh, you were, like I keep saying like the booking patterns are there the booking patterns are there but I feel like this is going to be at the next takeover which is just a couple weeks yeah you wonder why they're doing it so quick like on such short notice I don't know it, and it's a Sunday one too yeah so it's weird so anyway, let's get to the main event. Damian Priest defeated... I have a theory about it. I'll get into it later. Okay, give me a theory. I think it's bumps they're trying to get here. Right? Like the the viewership bumps. Be on a Sunday night, though? Well, it's well, it's always Sunday for them. Well, not right, always, but when they make it like, a, like a NXT TakeOver special on Wednesday nights for but, a real bump. But they can't do that every time, right? So they'll do the bump, the pay-per-view thing on Sunday they'll get the pay-per-view bump on Wednesday I see what you're saying yeah. which is that, that Wednesday and then next Wednesday is gonna they're not gonna they're probably banking on not beating AEW at all the following Wednesday because that's their anniversary show right and then also somewhere in between there is Hell in a Cell right so they got these pay-per-views and they're, they might be just banking on pay, you know pay-per-view bumps you know for their live shows Maybe. Alright, so, main event. Damian Priest defeated Timothy Thatcher to retain the North American title. Good match. I went three and a half on it. I went three and a half too. I thought it was good. At one point, Priest went for a... went for a roundhouse kick that was way off. And the camera switched angles. So, he, so, the, so, the, so the TV didn't catch it. Right. Which I thought was really cool. Like, because it's not a live audience. So you could do that, and it'll look good on TV. Yeah. So I, I saw my eye. Are they still letting friends and family in? I'm curious. No. Okay. It's just wrestlers are inside again. Oh. So yeah, that was the only takeaway from that match. I didn't expect that to be Priest. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot, the match. Um, yeah, I'm starting to like Damian Priest, not just as a promo guy, which he's gotten really good at. And but I'm starting to like his matches now better. Uh, and this was good too. It just it just didn't blow me away or anything. Like that. It's just thought it was a good TV show main event, you know. Um, the his gear, the whole white gear. Yeah. Is that Shawn Michaels gear? It looked a little bit like it. I I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I wasn't a fan. He needs some weird. baggier pants. He, he's very skinny in the legs. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. He got chicken legs. Yeah. Um. He needs to wear the ones that he was wearing up to last week, up to this week. Yeah. I kind of like the Kevin Nash type a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ah, back when he was Adrian Neville. Yeah. And became Neville. Anyway. Nice. That's my show. Oh, no, I thought it was a good show. Uh, Very good show, actually. But, um, no buts. It was just a very good show. I enjoyed it. It was a good week of wrestling. Um, I lost my notes. I lost my notes. Back to my notes. You're up to the Thunder Rose match. Yeah. So, we're up to the Thunder Rosa match, and this was the most, con- not the most, but this was a very controversial match, but uh, supposedly uh, it was a shoot. Uh, there's back and forth <coughs> reports Jeez. about it, though, so I don't know how true it was to be a shoot wrestling. Oh, might have been um, a work shoot. Yeah, that's, that's also what I'm thinking. Um, that I think I think they were in the back there and they were like, Let, let's just hit each other. 
You know? Yeah. And then maybe it just got out of control at that at some point in, in some spots where it's just like... But then I'm like, why... Because there are points, and thankfully mostly happened during Picture in Picture, where Ivelisse was just body bagging. Like, she was just like, all right, I'll put my arm up yeah. for you. I'll put my other arm for you. You know? Because she, she didn't want to sell for whatever reason. Right? But then there were parts where she was just super selling, uh, and it was really good. I enjoyed this match a lot um, when I first saw it. I thought it was very, you know, obviously, I thought from the jump, I was like, oh, shit, this shit is very physical. You know? This shit was full of fucking broad. And it, was just, it starts off with hard fucking slaps in each other's faces. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, it was, it was just a fucking brawl. Uh, after watching it again, after hearing the news, and I'm sorry, like... Yo, she's not really selling here. And both of them at one point decided not to sell for the other, you know? Yeah. And again, it wasn't obvious. And then I got to assume maybe some form of editing happened here. Uh, but I do think it was a work shoot. Primarily because next week is live. And Ivelisse is still there, you know? And, and you, you got to assume they would have been like, get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if that was, like, Ivelisse, I, I love Ivelisse. She's one of my favorite female wrestlers out there right now, or wrestlers in general. And I feel like she she's a great talent, you know? Like, she's someone you want to have on your company, talent-wise. But she does have a history of being toxic in the locker room. Right. Or being a rabble-rouser and shit like that, you know? So, so when I first heard about it, I was like, ah, well, there it goes. You know, the other foot dropped, you know? But now I'm here, all these other contradicting things. I'm, and then the fact that she's still booked for next week for a live show, I kind of think that it, it was kind of like you said, a work shoot. Um, and it worked because they, they were physical and it got me into it more. Uh, I enjoyed it. I gave it three, three quarters. I went three and a half. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa won, defeating Ivelisse. Uh... After that, Diamante attacks um, Thunder Rosa. Sheeta comes in for the save. She grabs the belt and is entranced by the belt for a little bit before giving it back to uh, Thunder Rosa. I, I thought that was great. So you might get that match or possibly a title for title type of thing, you know, which would be very cool. So I thought that was good. Oh, actually, I gave it four. I'm sorry. Four snarks. <laughs> um... Uh, at this point they announced Tuesday night Tuesday late night Dynamite uh, which is going to be which is going to have uh, Scorpio Sky versus Ben Carter um, who's a, Ben Carter is a great wrestler he appeared on Dark he's from the Indies and stuff he's great he's a UK guy uh, Brandy Rhodes versus Anna J 99 uh, burning that match off here uh, Matt Seidel versus Sean Spears and we're going to have Jericho, Chris Jericho on commentary. Um, so, so I'm sure this is going to be a fun match. This was the thing I was talking about a couple weeks ago where it was announced that they were supposed to have... They had this deal in September to do two shows for the week where one of them was going to be a one-hour show. Yeah, because they weren't supposed to be on th- this Wednesday, remember? Right, right, right. So what they were going to do was like this one-hour show on Wednesday and then... The next day on Thursday, they were going to do their regular two-hour show. So, we're going to have two Dynamites for this week. Um, so, they pushed that back a further week. So, Tuesday, late night, we're going to have this um, special version of Dark, basically. 
Um, and then and then Wednesday we'll have the regular um, dynamite. Um, so that's that's cool. Um, and I'll review both. So at this point, after they announced that, we have a promo video. No, it was a promo basically from Miro. Uh, with uh, this was just very douchebaggy Twitch stuff. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm like, I watched it. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with. I'm done with it. It didn't. It, it was. It was bad. I, again, I'm still of two minds here. It's yeah. You can bring them in and just have them be a dis- destroyer, which they mention here, right? Like he came up. He started. He was doing these workouts. Fucking doing heavy ass. Fucking like 400 pounds apparently. Uh, probably not, but you know, it looked like he racked up a lot there. So, and he's doing, he looks fucking huge when he stood up. I was like, holy shit, yeah, you know, you know, so he looks jacked, he looks like, and he just wants to get back in the ring. He's like, I mean, let me get in the ring, let me destroy someone, you know. And then, and then, uh, Kip is like, no, don't worry, don't worry, we, we got to do something else first before we do that, you know. So, apparently, Kip is his manager, I guess. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's, there's hints of that, you know, like he's gonna go in and destroy. Then you got this this Twitch stuff, and they started talking about Twitch gaming, like Verdance, and they had these very in the vernacular, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit? You know, what the fuck is this? Is this what he is, a Twitch douchebag?" Um, and but I get, I guess you gotta consider how was he over with WWE? He was a comedy guy, right? With the Rusev Day stuff, that's what got him over. Yeah. So why wouldn't they use that here? If he's good with that over there, you know, and hopefully his matches will be him destroying people and stuff like that. But I guess they're using what he's good at as a character, and he's a comedy guy, right? Or not comedy, comedy, but he can do the comedy stuff. Yeah. So, so we'll see once we get him in the ring. Um, I'm hoping during this bachelor party thing, he just destroys Cap or whatever and just moves on. Um. Miro does that, uh, the taping into his natural, yeah, his sense of humor and stuff like that. He was, yeah, he was over because of Rusev Day. So, this this is his new thing. It's not Rusev Day anymore. It's the best man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, after this, we have Jake the Snake Roberts come out with a live mic, and I was kind of scared um, because it with a live mic, it's kind of tricky with him. Yeah. When it's a video package, he's awesome. With the life mic, it's kind of like, I don't know. And this was great. Uh, he came out there, he did some Pink Floyd lyrics or whatever. And, uh, and it was great. And he starts talking about, he has, Lance has to uh, tag with people. And he made a deal. You know? And who do you make a deal with? He made, if he's going to make a deal with the devil, it's going to be with the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> And then Taz comes out with Cage and Starks. Did Starks come out? Yeah, Starks was out there. No, no, he wasn't out yet. Uh, neither was Cage. Just uh, Taz comes out. Um, and they started talking about, all right, we're going to make this deal with, with you. We're Cage and Starks. We're going to help you with the six-man tag. And then once you win the, the title from Moxley, Cage gets the first shot, blah, blah, blah. They're just making deals. And I kind of like that. I like that these heels coming together. It's like Superman. It's like Lex Luthor and the Joker coming together to fight the the, the superheroes and shit like that. I kind of like that. And then then you have Moxie come out, right? And Moxie comes out and he does his promo, 
you know, and it was great too. And then, and then all of a sudden, and I got scared here, because all of a sudden he gets attacked from someone from behind. You go to the fan. I didn't because that's what happened last the week before. Yeah. Or, the, or all out, wasn't it? No, no, it was a couple weeks before all out, where a fan ran out to him. Right, and then security had to grab him and shit like that. And I thought that's what, what was happening here. I was like, "Holy shit!" But apparently, Ricky Starks is a master of disguise. <laughs> it was Ricky Starks wearing a mask and shit like that. He's not much master of disguise as MJF is. What do you mean? Comic Con. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he was dressed up as Jericho. Yeah. Uh, um, nice callback. Good one. Uh, so yeah, so so Star, uh, Starks comes out, starts beating him, and all of a sudden Cage is there, starting uh, beating him up. And who comes for the save? Who comes for the save? Will Power Hobbs comes in for the save. He got a chair. This shit was hot. I loved it. And then uh, Moxie gets on the mic again, and he's like, and he says, you know, we got Will Hobbs, and we got one other. He looked at the camera, and said, Darby, I know you're watching. Get your ass to Jacksonville. We have a fucking war. You know, and I love that. I thought this whole thing, and I love the fact that, you know, they have something hot with Will Hobbs. You know, he's not, you know, he's not ready, ready. He's good and all, but, and he's green still, but, you know, the, the iron is hot, and they're striking, you know? And, and I like that. You know, they're giving him a rub with Moxie. Right. You know, and he looks good. And he looks strong. He's a powerhouse, and it works with this, this six-man match that they're doing here for next week. Um... Yeah, I love that. I thought this was a great segment. Because he won't be in the whole match. So exactly. So you get him a little spurts, right? Exactly. Um, so I, I thought this was great. I thought this whole segment was great, and I loved it. It got me so into this six-man um, for next week, which uh, the, uh, at this point they announced next week's, some of uh, next week's um, card, where we're going to have the six-man, which is uh, Mox, Hobbs, and Allen versus Archer, Cage, and Starks. We have Brody Lee. Versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title, which came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, then we have Sheeta versus Rosa versus Ivelisse and Diamante, uh, which is what I was alluding to before. And then we have uh, Jericho is going to be there live. So he might either have a match or he just he might just be commenting or building up some sort of story with um, Private Party. Um, what, if Ode, what, what if Orange Cassidy wins? He won't. But they I'd could, be shocked if they gave it to Armstrong. Yeah, they might. They might yeah. give it to him, and then, and then he could bring back the the open challenge. And I'm stealing this joke from Brian Alvarez. Um, but they could do the whatever challenge. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, like whatever. <laughs> um, then uh, Jericho. Then uh, after this, we have the main event, which is. The best friends versus proud and powerful in the parking lot match. And I I fucking love this. I hated it. I fucking loved it. I I I, I could I, This shit was great. Uh, was, uh, this was fucking awesome. Uh, proud and Powerful came out in uh, makeup. Got uh, go to Destiny. Or That's what it reminded me of. Or, yeah, or I to me it reminded me of Dead Presidents. Oh okay. I fair watched that movie. Uh it the shit was great. It was apparently all done in one take, accordingly, or supposedly, rather. Uh, this was just them killing each other throughout the whole fucking thing. 
those fucking sentons on while Santana was under was it Ortiz or Santana? Santana was under the hood and they were doing like these fucking sentons onto the hood while Santana was in it I'm like oh my fucking god and then um the Trent takes that fucking see you like this plunder shit yeah plunder's I, good uh... plunder's good when they do it good it's good you know uh, it just can't just be it has to be good and I thought this was good I did this yeah I loved it. I fucking loved it. I gave it four and three quarters. It You're great. insane. You are like no. David Meltzer. You got them both insane. No, he gave it five. What you do? This is bad. Nah, nah. This was great. There's no way it's four and three. There's no way. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's... Like, if... I would say it's in the conversation for match of the year. Oh, my God. No, listen, listen, no, listen, listen. Listen, listen. It's oh. in the conversation. No, it's not. But the moment it comes up, I'm taking it right out. You know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this, it was really good, but it, um, it's it's not it's not really my cuppa, but I do love it when it's done good. See, I don't have problems because this was similar to the Adam Cole Dream Match, right? But yeah. it wasn't cinematic, right? It was it was just done in a parking lot with real people, not you know, other wrestlers and fans out there, you know. Or I don't think it was fans. It was just probably wrestlers and probably you know, people who worked there. And, and they're just there enjoying the match so it sounded real you have real cheers and shit like that you know and it was just just fucking plunder and these guys are known for their great plunder and for even though they lost Proud and Powerful came off looking really good losing you know you know it gave them this much needed seriousness you know and then and then of course the faces win you know they get their closure and then the mom with Orange Cassidy's help yeah, Orange Cassidy. Well, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't illegal. <laughs> and wouldn't you want that type of friend who would wait in the trunk of a car for you for the right moment? <laughs> Unless he wasn't there the whole time and the camera just panned away from that area. As he like, got in? Yeah. No, I think it was in there. I, I think it was because I think the whole thing was like 10 or so minutes. He was probably in there the whole time. I don't think he was. Because, um, so. So yes, yeah, so I just I love this whole fucking thing. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, where are my notes? Uh, yeah, great brawl, all done in one take. The the killing of each other was awesome. Uh, yeah, four. I gave it four and three quarters. You're I thought it was great. You're nah, this was good. You're insane. This was good. And then you got yeah, like I was saying, they you know, the mom comes and picks him up, and she hugs her son. And it was such a you see the the look on her face as she saw the. The fucking destruction on her son's back, because he he uh, went not go through the window, but he got slammed onto a, the window of a car, and you see all the little that fucking, was, that was kind of a brutal spot. Yeah, yeah and, and and you see, and also he was bleeding from the eye because he got put face first through uh, the side the window of a side um, of a car, um, and you can see the the concern on the, the mom's face as she's hugging her boy who's bleeding, you know, and then she gets the the best friends in the car and then Orange Cassie gets in the front and she drives off and stops and I thought maybe she fucked up here I thought maybe she thought the cameras were off so she just stopped the car and no she stops and her hand comes out and she does a little middle finger I thought it was cute I thought it was awesome it, it, yeah I thought it was great you're insane nah this was great you're, you're insane I'm watching this I'm like alright I don't... Yeah, I'm watching it. And it's a good payoff to what they've built here, you know? You know, this this all... Not started, but this had implications because, you know, they destroyed 
they you know Trent's mom's car before remember so parking lot match it worked yeah so I thought I was Sean Ross from Fight Sean Ross Sap he he said Trent's mother has been the highest trending topic on Fight for five or five days over which means she's the most she's the hottest thing in AEW right now yeah and when was the last time any wrestling company got a mom over remember Buff Bagwell's mom yeah <laughs> Judy Bagwell Judy Bagwell yeah yeah, so let's have mom with this over Linda McMahon. Yeah, and this is only the second time she's been on the show. Right? Like the the first time was when she dropped him off and that was it. We haven't seen her since. Only she was mentioned and shit. And then they brought him back on. I I I, I could have did without this. I nah, this really, was great. I great really, way to close the show. I could have did without it. But see the reason I don't like one of the reasons I don't like it, the chance somebody get really hurt. It's like Matt Hardy hurt. I mean, Matt I, Hardy was fine. I understand, but I, I feel like that's every match. That's every match. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. See, you, you always say that. That can happen every match. Yeah, it can happen every match, but why Why increase the odds? Like, why? Why It can happen every match in a regular match. Why take even more chances? Because that's wrestling. That's wrestling. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. That was not wrestling. That was not wrestling. No, that's the culture. That's wrestling. That's what they do. Yeah, like that whole the, the whole death match shit. That shit ain't wrestling. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I will die on this fucking hill. That death match shit. That ain't wrestling. That's not wrestling. It, it, it's a form of wrestling. You know, it's a it, shitty form of wrestling. It, but it is a form of wrestling. People it, do that shit. I don't. I don't consider that professional wrestling. I don't. I consider that. I consider that street fighting. I consider that fighting. That's not to me like that deathmatch shit is not wrestling. It's but, not. All right, but but I'm saying it's part of the culture. It is, you know, you know and it's a big part of this current culture because a lot of these wrestlers came from that the backyard stuff, you know, and that's that's what they known for. Trent, oh not Trent, um, Chucky e. T, that dude was a plunder king. You know, he's known for his plunder. You know, proud and powerful. You know, that fucking awesome match they had in Slammiversary, that was a fucking plunder match. You know? You know, when they went through, it was a street fight, wasn't it? A New York street fight? Yeah. You know, you know that was, that, that's what See, I don't mind for. matches that turn into that, or matches that, but when, they, when you start the match in the parking lot surrounded by cars, at that point, it's not a wrestling match. You're not in the ring, it's not a wrestling match. I, 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 I can't. I, I can't get behind that shit. I just can't. I know people love it. I know people love it. I just can't get into it. That plunder shit, the death match, I can't get that. When you start using like light bulbs and shit, yeah, I, I can't get. I can't get to any of that. I, I just can't. Yeah, I've seen some crazy ass ones. I, I there are some I refuse to watch too. But yeah, I just can't get into any of that. I'm like, I just can't. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I like how you went my love it too. It's okay. Yeah, but, you know, you don't have to like it, but you got to learn to love it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have to watch it. I don't. No, you don't. But uh, this, I mean, I don't even think this even came close to like a death match. You're right. No, no, I was using that as an extreme example. I was. But like this, this shit, I just, I wasn't a fan of this match at all. I, I went three, three and a half maybe because they did put in a lot of work. But, I can do without it. One take, bro. One take. Doesn't mean anything to me. I really don't care. It was awesome. It wasn't awesome. 
Shit was awesome. It's fucking Centon. Onto poor Santana under the hood. Yeah, it did, yeah, it did, did absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> it really did, dude. I was like, okay, I was like, oh, all right. I, not that I wanted it to be over, but I kind of did. I couldn't wait for it to be over because I'm like, I'll, if I didn't have to do the show, I would have turned it off. <laughs> and that's the truth. I would have turned it off. I mean, that's okay. You can have your opinion. And you can always be wrong. I'm not wrong. Try <laughs> am not wrong on this. To me, that's not wrestling. But, I mean, that's your opinion. But the thing is, it is. It is wrestling. It's been in wrestling for years. You know? Seen, we just saw Cena. Cena and I had one with Eddie Guerrero. Which this kind of reminded me of, you know? You know, with the cars circled around and shit like that, you know? I was like, yeah, this was very much. This is this is part of that culture. These matches will always be here, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's my not show. For, not for me. <laughs> so that's my show. And honestly, though, I haven't done this for a long time. I can't give. I can't decide which one I like better. I will next week. I can't. I it's. Both shows are really good. NXT had a solid show for me. It was bell to bell, solid show. Yeah. The the opening match was was great. The the closing was great. Yeah. To me, and it set up like you said, the booking was great. It set up a lot of long term stuff. Well, not really, but it, it's you see the patterns. Right, that's there's right. nothing long term, nothing long term, but you see you're seeing patterns, and I like I I I I love that, you know, um, but. Yeah, and, and there was a lot of shit in there too, but but I did I just I'm it's like I'm enjoying it again, you know, and I love that. I'm like, all right, great, you know, and it's hard for me to pick now. I'm like, I can't, I don't know which to pick, and I loved I loved everything that happened in the AEW too, not everything, of course. There, there was some shit in there as well, like the mural stuff. I like how NXT's starting to do booking right the mm. way you like it, and they like I always want to pick now. They're both really great shows now. Yeah, I mean. You know, overall, show for show, like like history wise, I still like AW better. But you know, NXT might fuck around and be like become a great fucking show again. <laughs> and then I might have to might decide again. You know? So so at least I do appreciate that shit, you know? And, and I've always said it, like if if it changes for the good, I'll fucking call it out, you know. I'm I try to be as objective as fucking possible here. You know? Yeah, um, Braun, well, Braun Strowman, yeah. uh, Becky. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at the the, the first the, the first official takeover. Yeah. yeah, we see Braun Strowman. We saw Becky. See who else we see real quick. Um, uh, Grimes. What's his name? Simon Grimes. Simon Grimm. Grimm. Yeah, I, I, like I know. Gotch I know, here, right? He was Gotch. Simon Gotch. Right. I know. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss is in this too. Yeah, at some point is he in in this? Oh, that's, um... I just saw Elias. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um... Wow. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, Braun... <laughs> they all move. They're gonna drop. Remember? <laughs> that would be cool. Um... So, yeah, anyway. so... So... So, I'll say this. My match of the shows... I'm giving it to the that parking lot match for AW for... Yes. 
NXT, I'm giving it to Shotzi Blackheart oh, and uh, Io Shirai. NXT, NXT would be Shotzi, Shotzi and Io. And for um, AW, probably the o- FTR and Jurassic Express. Okay. Um, Show the right. What on. do you got next for NXT? I know you got that gauntlet, man. Well, we have a women's battle royal. No more going to take the battle royal. That's right, that's right. So far, that's all they've announced. What? And this is my only... This is an overall thing, not of the show, but... Oh, look at there. <laughs> I'm talking loud. Yeah, Camacho. Yeah. Tangaloa. Tangaloa, yeah. Um. So, uh, so my one... My, my, yeah, I've always brought this up. Why can't... Russell's just earned their way up. They, they, NXT always has to... Or WWE in, in general always has to do this. Let's do a... Battle Royale. You're the number one contender. You're the... You know, let's do this weird gauntlet match. Which is basically elimination chamber without the chamber. For... Was that for the women's? Men. No, the men's. Yeah, they're doing the men's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... The winner who the person who wins that is the number one contender. And watch it be Grimes. Who's on a losing streak, you know? Yeah. Grimes. It's gone to the moon. Yeah. But uh, what show is better? Come on. You keep avoiding it. I don't know, I said tie. I'm putting it on you tie. Can't, you can't do that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I like both shows better than any other. You know, there's if you're gonna force me to choose, I'll choose AEW because that's my my home state, but Personally, I think I can't choose. Both shows were put on great fucking shows. You know, if if I have to go by the ratings, I will go by not the, the the TV ratings, but how I rated each match. I would go who had the for me the the best match was to me was that parking lot brawl, which I am never gonna think I'm, I'm never gonna be able to figure that out. Why four and three quarters? <laughs> it was great. It was great. You know, did you see anything wrong with it other than it being too violent for you and your not sensitivity? Was, I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. Uh, whatever. Man. You just don't have the constitution for it. <laughs> I'm a little sensitive, right? I get a little bit of an upset stomach, right? <laughs> like your wrestlers coming out there and just saying poetry. It's not a wrestling show. It's a slam. Poetry slam. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. That should be a name for a finisher. Poetry slam. Yeah, so like some wrestler that out there who's a poet or whatever. No, no, whoever, no, no, who that would be a good finisher for? Um, uh, Simon Grimm, when he was doing all the Rusev. Yeah, yeah. The finisher should have been a poetry slam. Yeah. A Kurt Angle comes out and starts doing poetry. Chance the Olympics after the poetry slam. <laughs> or use the Olympic <laughs> slam as your finisher, but call it the poetry slam. Yeah. Alright, the show's gone out of control. Alright, guys, thank you once again for joining us. Don't forget, I think in two weeks is the next Isolation Mania. Yes, did you book your matches yet? Sort of. Because <laughs> I gotta download them. You, we, we want everybody to be surprised. Yes, you, you'll have them this week. Alright. Alright, we are out of here. And once again, guys, please keep it in the ring, not surrounded by cars for a plunder. In the ring. In the ring. Sweet! Sweet.